Yeah, just give me a minute. Let me get in the zone. Let me set it all up. Let me be the big dog. The big dog. The big dog. The fucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, I was, I was going to say the fucks with your hair, but I was like, okay, I get it. Come on, man. You know. I, I, I. I didn't put two and two to together. Right. Took a minute to register. It's all right. Yeah, all right. I, I, it's one of those things is I didn't put it two and two together just yet. I just got I finished just, eating I just, I just my, my coffee, so my brain should be functioning in about... Eh, I've been at work all day, and I've had everybody say, hey, I like your Superman curl. And I was like, it's the razor. <laughs> The Superman Yeah, my boss Brandon knew. He was like, he's like, yo, Chico. Like he knew, but like a couple other people were like, oh, Superman curling it. I was like, not today. Are, are you a DC fan or a Marvel fan? I do love DC. To be honest, I kind of do love DC. I'm not gonna lie. But well, uh it, it, Huh? I really wouldn't know which universe that I would belong in. Um, growing up, I liked Batman. But then later, as I got older, I found out he's an old gay guy that hires young kids to put it on fucking skin tight spandex and Yo, watch every one of his little Batsy and spandex. Don't violate Batsy like that. That's my guy. I used to love Batman too, though. I had a lot of Batman Superman action figures. White bread. Superman's got an S on his chest. It stands for your shit goes right here, ladies. <laughs> Back to the curl, kid. Doctor Strange is fucking cool. We're gonna I see never heard of Doctor work. Strange growing up as a kid. Really? But I, I saw the first Doctor Strange movie, and I liked Doctor Strange. It, it Benedict Cumberbatch or Cumberland, whatever his name is, <laughs> he's great at fucking. Doctor Strange. I had no idea that he also Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I saw that too. I was watching a movie with him recently also. Another movie. And I was like, yo, that's Doctor Strange. And it's crazy you say that because I'm working on a project right now called The Time Stone for Time Warp. And I'm going to be doing a Doctor Strange project soon too. Um, yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange. I, I, I was actually... I, I didn't think I'd get into superheroes again because the one superhero that ruined everything for me was uh it was fucking iron man iron man ruined it all i'm gonna i'm gonna open this one with a but hit. it was official that toby Maguire is the oldest mcu character in history mm. because his movie came out in oh two yeah Iron Man came out in 05. Yeah, Iron Man was definitely so, Iron Man. Tony, so, Tobey Maguire's got three extra years on you, fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the fuck. Three out. more years on you. Gonna open this episode with a nice hit. For Big Scott upstairs. We know you're looking down. It was crazy hey, news. Yo. Crazy news. Hey, right. yo. Ooh, 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 who wants to take a little survey? Now, did you come here to see us? 
Or did you come to see the NWO? Or, or, or did you come to see the bad guy? I mean, would it really dictate you want to do this as a wrestling with time? This is the tribute episode to Scott, right? Yes, it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is episode 15 of Wrestling With Time. Last week, we branched off and we split the show. Well, with the, not last week, but with the last episode from our time to Wrestling Time being its own entity. Um, it's been a rough day, a rough week. Probably the worst, second worst week for me this year, aside from losing my grandmother after today. And we've had technical difficulties I didn't think this was going to be able to happen tonight, so if the sound quality sounds a little off or whatever the case may be, just bear with us. Um, by the way, I did order a new interface, kid. I had some Amazon awesome. gift cards laying around. I found a $50 gift card, so I was like, all right, let me apply that. So hopefully by Saturday, we'll be back up and running. But this episode of Wrestling With Time, episode 15, is dedicated to the late, great, way before his time the bad guy. If you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, NWO for life. One of my favorite wrestlers growing up. Huge influence into my adulthood. But it was crazy, bro. When you hit me with that news, I didn't want to believe it. And then you hit me with the, well, he's on life support. And once they get his family in line, they're thinking about pulling the plug. And it was sad, bro. And I took a nap last night. I wake up. I turn on Raw, and literally his tribute's just coming on, and I was like crying. That he like, must. Well, when I got the notification, it was four thirty. The notification came in. I watched the video at five, and it said that the plug was pl uh, the plug was pulled, but he was st his he still had a heartbeat. Yeah, me and you were talking about it, and I said, "Yo, power of prayer is strong." And uh, yes, don't underestimate prayer. And you said enough. amen. And then uh, it wasn't enough for him to kick out at the last second. We were going to do the, the show last night, but I just wasn't feeling it. And, uh, you know, I kind of even really wasn't feeling it today. But I said it's kind of a time sensitive subject. And this is something I got to do, you know. And uh, I feel like it's sad because we've done 15 wrestling with times so far. <laughs> and three of them have been dedicated as a memorial show to wrestlers we've lost recently and uh we just keep losing it and you you said it best the other day bro our childhood is kind of dying and it's sad it's really sad to come to that realization that everything we've learned that we grew up with you lose eventually nothing's forever exactly nothing's forever except for death and taxes yeah but uh, yeah, you said kick out. There was a quote he said, right? He said, uh, "Death, what's your big, uh, what's your big finishing move, or sell it, or something?" What would he say? Someone posted it recently. I didn't know he said it. But oh, it was DDP that posted it. DDP posted it, and it said uh, something like "Death, whatever." And then DDP said, "Like didn't get out this time," but you know, he said Valhalla. He said. Um, Scott's in Valhalla up there, and he named a couple other legends, you know, Macho Man and 
things of that nature. And, you know, I'll post it right here. But I was like, man, it's insane, bro. He was still young. He still had time. I wonder how Kev's doing. He's only two years younger than Bob Saget, but Bob Saget died of the COVID vaccine. This is the actual shirt I got when I met Kev at uh, in Elmira a couple years back. And, uh, yo, it was crazy because I sat down with him. I was like, this is one of my first uh, like wrestling shows sober, and it was inspired by Scott. And he sat there and talked to me for a minute. I was like, how is Scott, Like, by the way? Like, how's Scott? He's like, doing good, man. I was just with Scott this weekend, you know, only smokes weed now. Just chills and smokes weed. And I was like, that's awesome to hear, you know. And it was after DDP kind of saved him. DDP kind of probably got him a good five extra, seven extra years that we might have not have had. Well, it, it, DDP definitely gave us extra years with Jake the Snake. Cause... Well, Jake and, and Scott. Both of them. Well, to be honest... This is, you know, no morality or morality around it. Who'd you really think was going to live longer, Scott Hall or Jake the Snake Roberts? Here's the deal. When I was watching the documentary. I kind of, I, I, I honestly thought that, you know, Jake, Jake wasn't going to work. Yeah, me too. I, I, honest to God, because Jake, he's one of those guys that his demons are just too strong to in, in order to overcome. And and he's another one that I spoke with when he came to Syracuse. My car broke down in the parking lot. Was there till four in the morning. Besides the fact, after the show, the comedy show, I was talking with him like I was trying to quit drinking at the time, and I said like, you know, like, what's the deal? And he was like, he pointed. He said, "You see over there." Over there is where you think you want to be and you don't really know how to get there. You just go over there. Anything's possible. And he, he's just like, fucking go over there. I was like, makes sense. So, so like, just me thinking I can't get there, I can get there. But I, I, I actually ordered a beer during the show. Took one sip. Said, I think I'm done. Of course, I've went back multiple times and I've been done multiple times. Everybody's got... It, stuff happens to people. It's all about your resistance. Yeah. And you know what? It's just something I'm starting to learn too. like, yeah, there is moderation with everything. That's where that term drink responsibly comes in. Unfortunately, some of us don't know how to drink responsibly. And I'm one of those people. I keep going and I know I should probably stop, but I don't feel drunk enough yet. And I say, we got a couple more hours to the night. What are we waiting for? Let's go. I could do five or six. More I, haven't had, I haven't had an actual like, alcoholic drink and maybe over a year yeah that's good you don't need to do it last time was on the fourth of july and i got hammered yeah, i mean i got <laughs> well that's the occasion if you're gonna do it seven homemade pina coladas to where you don't taste the alcohol shit face yeah a couple long island iced teas deep Nah, as much as I'm known as the Long Island iced tea, I don't drink Long Island iced tea. I don't like the taste of fucking yeah. gin or whatever the hell. Those, they are, my, those are my drinks. That's the whole thing. I could drink like eight or nine of those, throw up maybe, and then come back for, go for a number 11. Uh, like, I don't know if I could do it anymore, but I remember going to clubs, bro, and just like, I would be like, I would spend like, if they were $10 of Long Island iced tea, I would at least spend $110 like a night, <laughs> maybe Ridiculous. buy another shot or two in there, you know, and then still tip, but it was bad, but I feel like they watered them down when you went out. 
you know, like versus when you make it yourself at home, I could probably do three homemade Long Island iced teas and call it a night. Half a bottle of this, half a bottle <laughs> so of that. Add all the other shit drink. in the little remaining space. No. But, I don't uh, drink. Truth is, I don't even know how to make a Long Island iced tea. I would just pour a bunch of liquor in a cup. I know it's got triple sec, tequila, fucking iced tea, or Coke you use anyway, but you use iced tea. Maybe that's why I'm not, uh, maybe that's why I don't like Long Island iced teas, because I had that bad summer with tequila. Yo, tequila, that's the, that's the crazy <laughs> part, is I can't drink tequila, but one now, night. If, now, if you were to make a Long Island iced tea with Patron, yeah, I was just going to say Nick, Nick, I was gonna say Nick will Patron to the block. It's tequila, but it's a, it's a clear... No way, Jose. That it shouldn't fuck you up as much as the regular 180 tequila should. Yeah. No way, Jose. Even though it's 1,200, it still don't fucking matter because it's still tequila, even though it's Patron. It's like, yeah, Patron is the expensive tequila. It's the clear tequila. Yeah. Did you... um? Do you remember Lorenzo? Keep me away from the brown tequila. But if you're going to start doing Grey Goose and Patron and shit, yeah, I'm down with that. Yo, you do you remember Lorenzo from the block? Poppy? Used to buy us like cigarettes and beer when we get off the bus and shit. Like me and Omar, everybody. He was always around. One day, he uh, we were at Tony's house. And uh, he goes... He's drinking Tony's tequila and he's like standing on the front porch and like he was a small guy, bro. But uh he drank that. Anyway. No more tequila. And it like dribbled out of his mouth and he like fell back. <laughs> right on Tony's lawn. And Tony was that house right across from Gio's house. I know who Tony house. is. Okay, you know Tony. Yeah, so fucking yeah, that was it. That guy passed away recently. Like Liz was telling because really? yeah, Liz Liz knew him. Like, he used to live with Liz. Like, not with Liz, but, like, her dad used to rent the apartment out back to him. But, anyway, let's get back to it. I took that one hit of weed, and I got high, and I did I did the yeah, red for yeah. NWO, bro. NWO red. NWO. Crazy part, bro, was that he never made it to be world champion. World champion! insane all that charisma never not even wcw where he had yeah. full run never became yeah. chris world jericho champion. posted it too and a man who never never became world champion but he did like capitals and never and i was like bro he Ronnie was Piper world never, champions though Piper never became world he was world roddy piper never became world champion but world tag team champions is still a world title ah uh. What do you mean? Eh, that's bullshit. That's a world. And when it champion. comes to actual, when it comes to actuality, the world heavyweight title or the main championship is the bigger belt that you want. Doesn't matter if the tag team belt says world's tag team champions. That, that, that don't that, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Still a world. It's champion. a wording that they put on the secondary they belt. So they should put intercontinental tag team champions. So you're not the world tag champions. You're the intercontinental tag team champions or the European tag team champions. Or the television tag team champions. No, you're just the tag team champions. You guys are the best in the world, but we don't need to sit there and say that tag team champions of the world. We don't need to say that. Yeah, I know, but still, they should. They should. Well, 
To each his own. To each his own. I saw a gif or a sneak peek mm -hmm. at the new unified title, and it yeah. looks horrendous. Yeah. It's going to be the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, the one that Brock Lesnar has. Yeah. But instead of the yeah. red dash underneath the W, it's going to be the blue for the universe. Well, that's kind of well, like AEW changed their title like shortly after they had it too, though. The TNT Championship or whatever, I think, right? No, they ended up having the TBS channel, so now there's two champions. There's the TNT and the TBS. No, there's not TBS, I don't think. They still have the TNT champion. Both belts TBS say TNT on it, though. The TBS championship is real. But, uh, but I'm saying there's also the AEW but world champion, which is Hangman. That's oh, okay. Either way, I'm just saying, I, I didn't see TBS yet. All I'm saying is, I was watching them like... Division title, that's... All it has. They're on TBS now. But. They're on TNT and TBS. Yeah. And and both channels are both channels are Turner Broadcasting Network channels. Well, it's crazy because I haven't really been watching uh too much modern wrestling. And Turner. He's back and yeah. he's doing wrestling again, folks. Yeah, of course, man. He's back in wrestling. But he's, doing it, but he's doing it with the help of Warner Brothers and fucking AOL. But uh, <laughs> but it's crazy because, like I've been telling you, like I haven't been watching too much modern wrestling. I've been going back watching, and I think where we left off on like stab seven or eight, like a week or two ago, I was like, I'm watching right now. It's the revival of the NWO, and they got the beef going with like Booker, and and him and and Goldust. But NWO just ended. They bought Sean back. But this was NWO without Scott Hall. It was just Nash, Big Show, X Pac, um, Booker T, yeah, and Shawn Michaels. Booker T, and then Shawn Michaels. But they, like Shawn Michaels, came back. They kicked out Booker T right away, or something. And then they kicked out the Big Show. Yeah, then the Big Show. Then it was them three. They went to what was it? Vengeance. They ended at. Yeah, I think Sean betrayed Kevin or fucking Kevin blew out both the quads or something. Vengeance. He was in a match, though. Kevin, he, he didn't say He blew out his quads. Yeah. He, he did, blew out his quads. I think That's he did it what on happened. Raw, though. That was a Raw. I think he... Yeah. He was like, big big man hasn't wrestled in a while. And he came in hard, did a huge big boot. I think, versus... Um, it was the five-man tag. The ten-man tag match. And it, it was just so funny how it all happened. He blows his knee as soon as he fucking goes into the as soon as he goes to the other side's corner. No. Blows out his fucking no, knee, no. and then that was the no, other. No, he got a crazy big boot in there that was like impactful. Yeah, and then shit. that's when he blew out his body. Yeah, yeah, and then he was like he he, he ran to the other side to the strength from one leg. He, he just kind of collapsed. Yeah, and that shit sucked because I I was like I I could almost not not even well, just imagine it, the pain. Oh, well, ex-Vince McMahon, who blew out both his quads, slamming those, his legs into the ring in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but what about Hunter, too? Another. Vince McMahon tore both quads. Same time. Sliding into the ring. At both, both, both of them. Look, here's the ring. Here's Vince. Angry walking Vince McMahon slides into the ring. Here's his kneecaps. You see, you see my knuckles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom! Both of them slid in, got up, noticed he couldn't stand up, fell right on his ass. Mm. 
Vinnie Mac. I'll never forget when Triple H came in with the steel chair, though, and pff, fell. Ugh. But his return to me was so legendary. And I think I th I'm pretty sure that's the one I watched the other night, the 02 one, right? Yeah, he that tore his quads in the one. Yeah, then he, he comes came back, back with the denim. De Eric Bischoff brings him back. Then he tore his quads in 07. I remember his yeah. uh, promo return. He they did you too. Tore his left knee in 2001. He tore his right knee in 2007. And then when he faced The Undertaker and all those other people at uh, the Saudi Arabia show, he had a blown pectoral muscle, which, oh, it was bad. Yeah. Well, but I yeah, Triple H, uh, the best known people to blow out their quads is Kevin Nash, Triple H, and Vince McMahon. Kevin Nash and Triple H have blown out both knees, but not at all at the same time. Uh, Vince yes, McMahon is the only one in history to ever blow out both his quads like that. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I, I was uh, watching um, Shawn Michaels in a ladder match the other night, though, and they JR mentioned, like, it didn't even occur to me, but he said, somewhat an innovator in a ladder match or an innovator in a ladder match. I have it written down on the notes from what pay-per-view it was. And I was like, you know what? I never really thought about that because to me, Hardy Boys, Team 3D, Dudleys. It was the story. And Edge and Christian always came to my I know, but Edge and Christian always came to my mind. But then I said, yo, the ladder match with, yeah, with Razor, you know, that little kind that of leap. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying like that was really the innovation, but it Edge, was also kind of. Um, the Brood. Before 3D my generation. And the Hardys. So to me, yeah, it was Hardys and. They, they elevated it. The Hardys and 3D, that was, TLC was an element of all three of their specialty yeah, matches. The Brute yeah. handled with chairs. Mm -hmm. The Hardys did ladders. Yeah. The Dudleys did the table. table. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. where you got the legendary TLC match from, yeah, is from those three tag teams. I know. That's, that's where but the that's not storytelling. That's, that, that's that's not just storytelling. That's storytelling and putting the plot all into perspective. Of course. But what they did at the first WrestleMania for the ladder match, it was the it was a story from beginning to end. I don't know how to explain it. Explaining wrestling sometimes, you know, Jim Cornette will say it best. God damn, wrestling's like a story, motherfucker. I'm like, you know, unless if you're like Vince McMahon and when you want to do movies and you say you're Hollywood, <laughs> but you're not. Yeah. Well, uh, it's Rose funny because. Like, Listen, baby, we do make movie stars, but we also make stuntmen also. And now I always knew that the next big guy that would be the greatest machismo in the wrestling business with Scott Hall, all right? When I saw him with those diamond-bladed earrings that Gorilla Monsoon's daughter gave to him, I was like, you got the cuts, kid. I like you. Uh, did, did he really put him on? Yes, true story. Uh, Scott him. says this. It, uh, Scott Hall says this in his kayfabe commentary sessions with Sean Oliver. Mm. He goes, um, you know, uh, back in the day, uh, 
I used to have these gold-bladed earrings that were like razor blades that Gorilla Monsoon's daughter gave to me. I can't really do like Scott Hall's voice. It's, it's really deep and raspy. Can't get there, brother, you know? So uh, <laughs> it's gonna, he pretty much said Gorilla Monsoon's daughter gave me these razor blade gold earrings. He did. And I used to wear them all the time. And in the match, I would take them off and put them in a pill bottle. Yeah. And what I would do, because in that era, you just shake a pill bottle and everybody's heads would go. Mm hmm. So one day I'm, I'm walking into the locker room and I'm about to put my earrings in and they're in the pill bottle and Road Dog's sitting there here in the bottle going back and forth. And he's going, I know you're holding. Give me I know you're holding. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm not holding, bro. It's my earrings. <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah, if you don't believe me, yeah. look, it's my earrings. He's like, no, nah, man, I know you're holding. I'm holding, bro. It's my earrings. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's my earrings. That's it. <laughs> Being a sarcastic asshole with him, though, a little bit, you know? Every Scott Hall, Scott Hall said, he goes, if you were a wrestler in the 80s and the 90s, he's like, you would see Shawn Michaels stabbing Wardlow in the ass with fucking syringes or fucking steroids in the 80s, you know? And then when you get to the 90s, you'd be seeing fucking people popping pills and then one guy shaking a bottle and everybody's going, where is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, dude, it was a different time. You could get away with so much more. To where that somebody would shake a bottle, sometimes I go, huh? Yeah, you could get away with so much more, though, you know? Back then. Well, back then. And, and the further back it went, the more shit you got away Scott with. <laughs> Scott even said this in the same interview with Sean Oliver. He even said, he's like, back then, they didn't test for marijuana and pills. Wasn't until the stuff in the early nineties came out with the athletic league and everything and Vince changing the name, the sports entertainment and not, you know, we're not wrestlers no more. We're, we're entertainers. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to deal with the fucking sports authority of each state and everything. So it, it was no longer, we had to be drug tested days. in every state. It's just that on the random drug test that the company would give you, you just have to make sure that you were clean six weeks before it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you would know when your drug test was coming because if one of your buddies in your clique got hit up for a random drug test, you knew that you were going to be next. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. You know, they stick to those circles. They'd be like, all right, it's not him. Let's get the next one. There was the one night. Son of that, a bitch. There was one night that we went to Germany for Monday Night Raw. And it's me, Nash, Pop. We're walking down this alley and we get into the cab and we tell the cabbie, take us to the bad part of town. So we go to the bad part. We get about maybe $20 in weed and hash. We come back and we're smoking it in the alleyway. Bobby's walking down. And Bobby's like, the fuck you guys doing over there? And fucking I just swipe it off the window ledge. Most of it's in my pocket. I just bend down and I'm like, what? I'm tying my shoe. What, it's illegal to tie my shoe? It's like, what are these other two fucking guys doing over here by you? They're like, they're fucking watching me to make sure I don't get mucked. That's another story he told. That's another story. Yeah, yeah. I and go then he tells another story. When he gets back to the hotel, Bruce Pritchard is fucking running all around the fucking hotel looking for people and everything. And 
There's fucking Gerald Briscoe, fucking old fucking Gerald Briscoe, fucking old man. He looks around and he goes, he's like, I smell weed. And then after that, he looks at me and Nash and he's like, I know you guys got, come on. And he's like, yo, man, we don't have anything. And, and even if we did, we wouldn't tell you because you're a narc. And yeah. he's like, the fuck you talking about? I'm the only guy that did own drug test in the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use it for my arthritis. I'm Ooh, old. How times have changed, man. Fuck, man. It's crazy, though, because... Cooler now that back then, you would get in trouble. You would get a 60-day suspension if you were caught smoking marijuana. But today, you pay X amount of money. WWE doesn't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. You pay that X amount of yeah. money and you could be like Matt Riddle, who's fucking high in every fucking match that he's in. I see it in his face. I know what a stoner looks like. I've wrestled stone before. He's fucking blitzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you think Randy Orton's so happy right now? Because yeah. he found somebody who's got good weed. You know, it's funny because I was just watching <laughs> Riddle. He wrestled that night, you know, last night. Well, was, last night's the first time I watched Raw in a while. And he was paying a lot of tribute to Randy. The whole fight, like did the DDT and, you know, he's hyping up like the Viper. And I was like, Randy's on the back, like going crazy. I was like, that's like the little dude Randy's Randy, putting on. That's who's on the Randy's wing now. Somebody in the WWE besides Rob Van Dam has got good fucking weed. Yeah. I see all the reason why. But I'm just saying, like, it's cool. It's crazy because Orton's we're talking at about. That point in his career, Orton's at that point in his career where. He doesn't have to fucking do anything. Yeah, no, not at all. That's what I'm saying. That's his, like, he, under his wing right there. That's his man he's putting Orton, on, mentoring. Orton is like, okay, so you see, like, Orton is just as charismatic as Scott Hall is. Because back then, people hated Scott Hall. So whenever Scott Hall came out, he, you wouldn't have to talk. You, you just start walking to the ring. Everybody would be booing him. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton, you know, one second he could be a good guy. One second he'd be a bad guy. Randy Orton could just look at the crowd, be all happy one moment going i love you guys but that all that also changed like, though because you're, you're talking hall when he was like razor but when he was scott hall when he became scott hall in the nwo that changed the whole mold of wrestling that was like the good guys became the good uh, the bad guys became the good guys kind of and they were cheered for so as razor the NWO was like the catalysts for stone cold steve austin different era and what you said the NWO was a catalyst for Stone Cold yeah, because course. it made good, because it made bad being good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that that whole anti-hero factor came into play, like that badass. I'm gonna do what I want, say what I want. I'm the boss around here. A hundred fuck authority. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That that's why, like, um, somebody was debating me with that on Reddit recently. Like which which is more important in history, and it was like you wouldn't have the ladder without the NWO. You know, you wouldn't have. Maybe Stone Cold would still be born, but it wouldn't like the 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 timeline would be off. The way things were sequenced, it wouldn't have been famous at that King of the Ring. Maybe he came out differently. Maybe, maybe every step didn't calculate the way it did. You well, know, in life, let's just say in that alternate timeline, Triple H was supposed to win the King of the Ring. That year. Mm-hmm. So Stone Cold didn't win. Triple H became the King of the Ring winner. Mm-hmm. But Stone Cold became Stone Cold later on, but maybe like three years later. Yeah. But Triple H yeah, became the game. Then and there. Then and there. Yeah, it's possible. His speech would have been like this. You know, uh, 
these guys uh, were really good, uh, but they didn't have anything because when you play the game, you got to beat the game in order to win. Yeah. But the game being born was great in general. That whole character. I can see that promo being done with fucking... Imagine he was still uh, that. Oh imagine he was still that. Hunter has <laughs> held Lay. Talking with his. Uh, what was he? What was he supposed to play? I a royal? A what? Remember when Stone Cold was being interviewed by Michael PSAs at the King of the Ring saying, and Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Yeah. It would have been Triple H talking to PSAs and going, when you play the game, it's game over for you. Uh, anyway, what, what or I- if he wanted to be really smart, he could have been. It's all about the game and how you play it. It's all about control, and I'm when, gonna take when, it. When he was coming to the <laughs> ring the other night, though, I was literally sitting there saying, "Damn, yo, you know how badass that theme was? Like Motorhead doing that theme. Even the King of Kings was bad, but still, there was. I love Triple H's first theme, though. That like one so. You're going to hit me with that Triple H that him and China shared? I fucking loved that shit. When I was a kid with my title, that was like my coming out to that. I hated that theme. I loved that fucking theme. I like the I, I like the game better. Yeah, they're, they're both dope. But once again, evolution of characters, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing evolution thing. Evolution is a mystery. Triple page paid me to do all me. Yeah, fucking. Um, what what's your favorite Scott Hall or Razor moment? Um, you could choose like a period too, like a, like a certain selection in time. I'm gonna go with like I loved when him and Nash weren't talking, and Goldberg was undefeated, and Nash beat him. Beat the end of the streak because Scott came out with the taser, bro. And like him and Kev weren't even talking, or they were they were having a quarrel at that time. But at the same time, it was like Scott, like I still got your back, bro. Like I'm still here for you. Um, there's a lot. I want to say WCW was probably his best run at all, and probably one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. Me too. But. Probably the ending of his WWE run. His uh, <laughs> was probably my best match his, with Stone Cold, uh, where he oversells Stunner. No, I'm talking before he went to WCW. Oh, I, I thought you said like I'm talking about the end of his WWE career, though. How many more matches oh, well, did then, he have after that WrestleMania match with Austin? Wasn't that the WrestleMania that NWO got put to end? That was his last match. Yeah, it was his last match. That was his last WWE. match in the WWE. In went in the indie. I did, I, did like, I did like when the NWO came back at WrestleMania and there was DX and NWO. At, uh, I like when the NWO invaded TNA in 05. I got I to gotta see that. I didn't watch TNA. Wolfpack. You know, I didn't really watch TNA too much. It was Wolfpack, NWO? It was just Wolfpack. Fucking Wolfpack. I was going to go white in here today, but I said, nah, bro, it's got to go red. The Wolfpack. I got the Wolfpack NWO on. Red and black it is. Ooh, 
I gotta get a shitload of toothpicks now, bro. I'm trying to get a thing of toothpicks at my job, and when they run out, just get a new one, <laughs> buy a new one, just as a remembrance, a remembrance. Remember? Is it remembrance or remembrance? Remembrance or remembrance? Like brands? I don't know. One of those words I've had trouble with for a while. Always said I'll look it up, but remembrance speech. But remembrance toothpicks, kid. Just sit there, chill. But uh, today today started off a, a wonky day. Aside from the microphone not working, I didn't think we were gonna be able to get this done tonight. So that's a plus, um, you know. But uh, no, I'm not very good. I, I did order. Uh, I did find a couple of Amazon gift cards, and I ordered. Uh, like I had a couple of these ones laying around. Nice. And uh, I was like, let me put these on. So I had like $75, a 50 and a 25. And uh, I used that for an interface and I paid another 80, but it'll be a replacement to this. It'll be a dual, you know, I don't know what the I difference mean, will be really, but Hey, you know, probably the sound quality will be a lot better. No, I don't think so. I think it, it'll be the same. It's the same, same brand. It's like the next level up. It's a dual. I think it just allows me to have two mic inputs. So like, if you were in the room with me, we could each have a different microphone. Ah, I, think. I like, and then, uh, it should offer the same capabilities, but I said, eventually I want to upgrade it. But right now in the spur of the moment, this man's in his wheelchair. <laughs> wheelchair the wheelchair chair 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 I, oh I, did you see i uploaded episode stab i stab episode eight big pimpin hugh hefner versus pimpin ron jeremy i'm surprised that's still even up <laughs> yeah but i mean it's not like it's featuring ron jeremy or anything it's not like it's a cinema <laughs> film featuring ron jeremy it's just versus ron jeremy fight which one's the bigger <laughs> pin? That was a good episode. We discussed a lot on there. But uh, yeah, for a, yeah, hour and eight minutes, we got a lot of content in that one. There, there was a couple of things that I wanted to actually uh, like still paste in there, but we already did it like last week already, and I just wanted to get it out because seven came out late, eight came out a late, a late, but a, a little late. But um, overall, they're on a roll. They're cooking. They're cooking. I still got to start taking some clips from each. Huh? We're moving as fast as we can, even though yeah. we're not like Joe Rogan, the way that we can bump out three guys in a day. But here's here's what you guys need to do. You need to go below and help out with some sponsors. Get that new Dr. Squatch soap. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's great. Buy us a coffee. That That's important mostly because you can do increments from three to five to 20 to custom amount. I think whatever just helps support us. We're doing a thousand. Come on. Let's you know. get a hundred thousand K subscribers. Hundred thousand subscribers. Donate. Donate. Donate because we gotta get TJ out of that wheelchair. Come on, kid. We gotta get him out of that. We're gonna get him walking again, up and walking again. It's got six wheels instead of none. Yeah, we're gonna upgrade that shit. Upgrade that shit by clicking a link below. What you sipping on today? Not Sev's coffee. No, I'm sipping on Folgers. Ooh. I hear that's the best part of waking up. No, the best part of waking up is pot stuff in your cup. Mm. What about Folgers pot coffee? How about Tokels? 
What is it? Tokels. The fuck is that? It's hard to explain. Friend of mine posted a video a couple of months ago of it's this 80s, like 90s commercial. And it's a spoof on Folgers, but it's called Toklers. Hmm. And grandma gets up. It's like six in the morning. Grandma gets up. up, Everybody's over 18. Grandma's like, hey, grandma, you want a cup? And she's like, no, I want some Toklers. And he goes, this early? All right. And grandma gets this big bong. Everybody starts waking up. Everybody's putting Toklers in their bong and everything. Yeah. I <laughs> the, the old time. lady takes a giant ass rip. And, you know, everybody's smoking. The lady takes a giant ass rip. And then she goes, <laughs> she starts coughing her brains out. And then after that, she goes, that's good shit. And then after that, it goes, the best part of waking up is Tokler's in your bong. Ah. <laughs> yeah. What was that from? What skit? A while ago? It was a skit. I feel like, it, was a skit I feel like it sounds familiar with the grandma smoking right. weed, though. A friend of mine posted it a couple months ago. Probably, I just can't remember where. Probably one of those viral videos, though, because I've seen, I've seen similar shit. I, I watched that one dude, that dude Ross, that goes around with his grandma too in the gym, and she's like, "Wow, big upstairs, compensating for something else or some shit." She's like making fun of all these bodybuilders. Are those tits real? <laughs> the girl was like, "No." no. There's another video of these of of a family just smoking weed in this really really nice house. The girl. I, Every everybody's smoking out of this like fifteen foot fucking pipe, and I shit you not, the shit goes from the is literally like fifteen feet um, from like the fucking floor to the fucking mouth of the person. And I don't know if it was the boyfriend or the brother or whoever one of one of the girls is smoking it. And you know the boyfriend or the brother walks in, and he goes, "I don't know if this is nest, you know, I don't know if I'm stupid or not, but can you? But isn't it just easier just to smoke the fucking thing?" <laughs> And they're smoking out of this elaborate pipe that's like 15 feet long. And the guy's like, I don't know if I'm ignorant or not, but can you just smoke this? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking pot. Pot, pot, pot. Well, you, I find that shit hilarious. I feel like you always smoke bongs anyway, motherfucker. You never really were a blunt person or a joint maybe a doobie dooby doo. I smoke a blunt when I feel like it and if my lungs feel like they can handle the pain. <laughs> But I'm saying you're pretty much been a bong I person as long as I can remember. My because that's all he smokes. Well, I'm saying and you always had a bong since we were like fucking 19, bro. 18, oh, 19. always. I always have. You always had it down in the basement. Different bong. Look, got a new bong. Playing video games. Yep. Fucking Smackdown versus Raw. Now I got fucking nine of them. I don't know what to fucking do with them because I inherited all. I just got this little inherited bitch. And this little bitch is good. This is my green Pokemon that I can't think of that Pokemon's name. But I'll find, oh, Tyranitar, I think. I think it's Tyranitar. This kind of looks like him. Or, I don't know. That's why I got it. Silicone. I mean, this is what I've been smoking out of the past couple days since I got back to bongs. It's my little gravity bong. Yeah. That's good shit. It's got one, two, three, four. It's got five chambers. Crazy shit. Very, very, very little water. I mean, like. An eighth of a fucking water bottle, not even, maybe like a sixteenth of it. Yeah. Literally, like, here's a full water bottle. 
that much. Hmm. Close it up. Not bad. That's not a lot. Yeah, no, I, I dude, that this this one's not a lot either, bro. Like literally, this is like as it's high as I can put it. Tequila. This is Patron. This is as high as I could put it, because if I put it up here, you start eating the water when you pull, bro. You can only, it's like a very little thin line. Yeah, I one of my other bongs is like that. It's like a cap full, just enough of water. But, fucking, was at work today, dude, and, and uh, um, the peewees were in uh, PJ's room. PJ's like the K through first, but he's watching them. They're kicking around, the, they're kicking around these big... Uh, yeah, but they're kicking around these big workout balls, you know, like the ones like kids could like roll on and shit. And, uh, what are you talking about? <coughs> you said peewees. Yeah, that well, that's what they call the preschoolers. Use that money. This motherfucker. So, so yo, I'm kicking the ball right, and like <laughs> it knocks this one kid down. <laughs> But then it hit this other kid in the face. Boop. She was like, I'm all right. And I was like, okay, I'm glad like it didn't hurt you, you know. But uh we go we go towards my room and they're looking at my soccer trophies because I bought some of my soccer trophies in. I was gonna just like have my kids have a tournament form. And um she goes, What are these for? And I was like, trophies. She's like, I never had a trophy. I was like, You want one? You could have one. So I gave her like the old uh Lake Grove Triangle glass trophy, right? At the end of the day, she's walking out of the building and her two moms came to pick her up. And uh, I was like, did you get your trophy? You make sure you got your trophy. And she's like, yeah, I got it. And her mom's like, yeah, she got it. She already told us about it. I was like, she was so happy. But um, this is the same girl that like a, a little a month ago, bro, she, I walked in the PJ's room or Miss Viv's room and she's like, guess what? I was like, what? She's like, I'm getting adopted today. Like. It was the best day of her life. She's like, I'm leaving early. So she was like, kept peeking out the window. So I guess these two moms, I think are the ones that adopted her. But I don't know, bro. It felt like a Scott Hall thing to do. I felt like Razor being like a superhero. Like, here's a trophy, you know, like a championship. <laughs> but, uh, well, speaking of that, last thing I'll touch on before we go. And this is perfect because this will show you exactly where Scott's heart really was as a person. Yeah. Um. Back then, Jerry Springer's show used to be very different before it became trashy TV like it is now. Uh-huh. Uh, it used to be an actual talk show. Yeah. Uh, Scott Hall was the Intercontinental Champion at the time, and... I, I think I saw that. Well, that wasn't Jerry Springer. Springer. Though, was yep. Was it one of those late-night shows? No, Scott Hall said it was Jerry Springer. Okay. I could be wrong, but... I, I thought it was a late-night show. I thought I saw it, though, but I could be wrong, too. And, um... The guy for... I, I, I believe it was Jerry Springer. I, I don't think it would be anybody else. But, um... The kid that was, you know, interviewed before him had, you know, was dying of cancer and everything. So... Scott Hall wanted to give the kid a present and he gave him the legit belt that Vince McMahon mm -hmm. made for the WWF. Yeah, Vince he gave him the actual pissed. title that goes on TV. Vince was pissed about that. You did what? No, he wasn't. No, you didn't care? He, Scott Hall called him right after and he said, Vince, 
I need you to bring another title tonight. I'm going to need you to bring the replica. And Vince is like, what happened? What happened? Did you lose it? Or what happened? And then after that, he's like, I don't want you to get mad. But there was this kid dying <laughs> of cancer. I gave it to yeah. him. Gift. Oh, no, 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 no. Scott, 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 you did the right thing. You did the right thing. We'll get the replica title over there tonight. Don't worry about it. Yeah, honestly, because yeah. Vince, they do a lot of stuff. Like, WWE does that. Like, Connor's Cure. They definitely do a lot of uh, cancer-related things and work with different charities, things of that nature. The Make-A-Wish Foundation, said of course. That more happier that he gave it to a kid that was dying of cancer. Yeah. Then for him actually like lose it and then actually call him and tell him that hey yeah, i, I well, gave that, it that sounds game. like that sounds like kind of like you're just irresponsible for your job like you did what but like to do something for the betterment of humanity hell yeah dog 100 percent. it shows good publicity yeah but not not even that it's probably it's just really what he did out of his heart like these, these guys know that they're superheroes dude like five years he gave him a Fifty thousand dollar title belt that was real gold. It's like that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, well, dude, these guys know that they're superheroes coming into this shit. That's why Goldberg's back, and Goldberg still wants to do it. He wanted to be a superhero for his son. And as corny as I thought that shit was, like when he first said that shit, like how many years ago? When his before his kid like was playing football and shit when he was still like a kid. But Gage, and he pointed out, and he was like, whatever, I want to be a superhero for you. I thought that was such a corny storyline, but looking back years later and how he's still doing it, I go, that's great. He's creating memories. He's letting kids <laughs> witness what we witnessed. Like, that same, like, bigger than life. Like, these guys are heroes, you know? And I give him respect well, for that. Well, also think of it like this. His son is going to go down his father's path. His son's yeah. going to go to the NFL, exactly what Goldberg did. He played with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. See what happens. He may have a better, you know, his son run. may have a better football career than his father. Yeah, yeah. I'm not denying that. I, w I wasn't saying that. I was just saying I thought it was corny, like him doing the whole I'm a superhero shit. But in just reality, it makes Goldberg sense. will officially be another NFL name again. Yeah. Probably would make bill very very happy be able to train him or he might he might maybe he'll pull a dominic mysterio and say hey i want to come work for wwe dad all right i'll put a word in let's have a match together and that'll be goldberg's last match ushering in his son passing the torch next generation anything can happen yeah, in what, the world wrestling generation never know dominic's young as hell 10 years from now he's like 21 years old he's already been there a year dominic, look too early to say Dominic may not be in WWE that long. And I'll tell you why. Hmm. All his dad's real buddies are in AEW. So you're thinking he'll go to AEW? He might. As soon as his contract is ready to expire, maybe he will. Conan is going to tell him because Conan is his agent. Because Conan is Rey Mysterio's agent. Yeah, word. It's like that. I, yeah, I, I it, no, it is. Conan has said it on his show, keeping it one hundred. Yeah. He has said that I am. In, he is Rey Mysterio's agent. He's he, he's the one that gets a contract deal. I don't, Rey I don't, I don't, I don't dig that deep into these guys, but that's cool to know. I'll, I'll always love K Dog. And Carlos, you know, Carlos would be the type of person that would tell Dominic, "Look, are you really happy there?" Mm. You really want me to get you more money because I can get you to more money, but are you going to be happy? Mm -hmm. 
Remember, this is something that your father loves to do and love to do. You have to remember something. You have to be comfortable where you're at. Yeah. Now, you know, if you come over to the other side, you know that you got all your dad's friends and everybody that you literally grew up with as you were a kid. And you know that you'll have more training and more experienced. I, I'm not trying to say that W is not experienced, but you'll have more of the experience side that, that people more than know hand on one. Like WWE, every man's cutthroat. They're all for themselves. They all got to yeah. shine for and that AEW, top. Like, you have all the people. AEW is such a more supportive system. you grown up like. with all your life that has hung out with your father. But even, it just seems like it's like the, it's the faction business. Like everybody's in, they're yeah. all factionated. They're all helping each other out. They're all traveling together. They're all clicked up. Speaking of the click. Measure out your options before I talk to Vince. You know. Yeah. But. If you want the, you know, if you want to have the extra money. Just make sure you're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Not going to be happy. Then take the same amount of money that Vince gave you. Maybe with dad, he realizes he don't want to even do the wrestling. Take that from Tony Khan, and then maybe in a month, you know, maybe within a year, Tony Khan will look at you and be like, I really like you. You're doing great. Bump you up an extra 50 grand. Maybe he just wants to even just do behind the scenes, join creative or be a part of something else too. Maybe he might not want to wrestle forever. Well, we all, well, I already know Rey Mysterio is not leaving WWE. Yeah, well, I feel like that's his home. Rey wants to retire with the WWE, and Rey was already offered hefty money. Creative. Rey was already offered to be on the board of creative. Probably wants to just uh, go out in the ring that uh, Eddie went out in. But, Fly, flying under the know, same flag, you know, the WWE banner. <laughs> Oh wait! At least I thought a lot of people thought no wait that when Ray busted his leg, that that was it because champion. he was out for a long time and nobody knew when he was going to come back. Mm-hmm. But um, I honestly thought that was the end of Ray Mysterio. Um, really? There was another time where Ray Mysterio hit the six one nine in Mexico in, a, in an indie match and killed the fucking wrestler. Mm. When when well, did um, it, it, when, when that did happened win? in like. 2017, 2018, but it was proven because it was in the ring. Mm. It was a match that he had a heart attack. It wasn't the 619 that killed him yeah. in the match. Is that he had a heart attack mid match? What? What? Um. When did Ray win? 06 for Eddie. 06, 06 WrestleMania yeah. against Batista. Because 05 WrestleMania was before Eddie died. Yeah, well, that's when Batista won. Was 05 right? And then right yeah, that's when Sean and um, Angle had the match, and that's when Eddie Damn, and son. that's crazy. Rey Mysterio had the match. Yes, Eddie and Rey Mysterio had the match at WrestleMania 21. That's crazy. Shit, man, time is flying. Time is zooming by. WrestleMania and WrestleMania 18 with Scott Halls. But what? But look. Oh yeah, WrestleMania 18 was. I, for some reason, I was thinking it was WrestleMania 17, Austin and Hall. That was 18. Okay. Days off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. I didn't realize you were going to quote him right there. You should. You should start from the top. Nah. 
Nope, I already said it. I know, but I, I didn't realize you were going to go right into it, and I think I was talking in the beginning word of it. I think it might drown you out. Oh, well. In that case. Good work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but the bad guys do. There you go. You went out with a little bit of more swagger on that one. You want you want to wrap it up? I'm ready. You, wait, you ready to keep going? You mean? I'm ready to quit. Quit what? Call it a night. Yeah, I got shit. I got to do. All right, I hear you. I, well, do I'm ready. Like sometimes I'll, you'll be like, I'm ready, and I'm like, you ready to go? And you're like, I can do another forty five minutes. It's Friday night. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> 9.30, I got shit I gotta do. I hear you. Yeah, we did start late tonight, but at least we got it in, man. Rest in peace. Daylight Scott time, Hall. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, if you saw the intro video in the beginning of this video, I'm gonna play the Wolfpack version going out, so you can see that. With that, salute. Big Scott, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, forever in our hearts. Mm-hmm.